Hi, this is Minister Linda. What an awesome week I had. We partnered with Caritas to serve 40 homeless men. As we gazed out into the audience, we could see men of all sizes, nationalities, and age groups. We were to bring dinner to them, to break bread with them physically and spiritually to present the gospel to them. During our fellowship, there was a man who said he could stump us with questions from the Bible. He got great pleasure in asking questions and waiting eagerly to see if anyone could answer them. I hope he realized that God is not concerned with how much word that we memorize. What God is concerned about is how much word we live. A word for the week, live the word. The apostle John introduces his gospel with these words. And verse one, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Then in verse 14 of that same chapter, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And the word was made flesh. The word came to life in the person of Jesus. Jesus is the word of God personified. A simplistic analogy is our words are used to express to others what's in our mind. Jesus, the son of God, was sent into the world to reveal his father's mind, God's mind to the world. So the ministry of Jesus, those three years, was all about living the word. God gave us an assignment. He sent us to Caritas to personify the word of God as written in Acts 20, 35. Paul says, I've shown you all things, how that so laboring you ought to support the weak. And to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. God wants us to work the word in our life. As written in Deuteronomy 15, 11, for the poor shall never cease out of the land. Therefore, I command thee. Did you hear that? I command thee saying, thou shall open thine hand wide unto thy brother, to the poor, and to the needy, in thy land, in thy area of influence, in thy neighborhood. No, we weren't just there to check off the box and say, that's done. We know that we're mandated by the word. And Galatians 6, 2, as it's written, bear ye one another's burdens, be compassionate, be caring toward one another. You see Christ as your example. It's in Matthew 25, 35 through 40 that Jesus talks about good works that are done for God's sake. He talks about feeding the hungry, clothing those who are in need, visiting the sick and those who are in prison. These are just character traits for the believer to do these good works. That's just what we do. We live the word. As in Proverbs 14, 31, you insult your maker when you exploit the powerless. 
But when you're kind to the poor, you honor God. In Proverbs 19, 17, the word says, mercy to the needy is a loan to God. And God pays back those loans in full. We know that these hands that we have, these are to do the work of Jesus in the world. The word says in Proverbs 22, 9, generous hands are blessed hands because they give bread to the poor. You're familiar with Matthew 10, 5 through 8, where Jesus gives the disciples their ministry assignment. And you know what he said? He said, don't don't begin by traveling far off to to somewhere away. Go to your neighborhood. Meet the needs there. Thank you, God, for the opportunity to bless some people in Richmond, to meet the need of those in Richmond. In 1 John 4, 7 and 8, we're just living the word. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for God is love, and everyone that loveth is born of God. Everyone that loveth know God. My ministry assignment didn't end at the conclusion of that fellowship. For as I drove home, I prayed for those men still living the word in James 5.16, which tells us to pray for one another and that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. We know that Jesus is no longer in the world. He no longer walks among us as he did with the 12 disciples. But we do know that we are his disciples, right? We're followers of Christ. We know that he didn't leave us alone, that he left his spirit with us. It dwells within us, empowering us. In the book of Acts, it says, when the spirit comes, you shall receive power. Power to do what? To witness. So it's our turn to be the mouthpiece. It's our turn to be the hands of Jesus. It's our turn to do the work of Jesus, to reveal the mind of God to this world. You may be the only Jesus that people see. You may be the only Bible that they read. Think about that. This week, think about the assignment that we have to work the word in our life. The assignment to carry out God's mandate so that others will see his love, his peace, his joy, his mercy, his grace in us. This week, consider the assignment. We are representatives of Christ and we have been called out to be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. We have been called out. We have been mandated to live the word. This is my Come on, y'all.